Hi, this is Jundo. Welcome to Tree Leaf. Let me just mention before we get started, we have some workmen outside repairing some uh, additional damage from the earthquake that uh, happened this week. So if it's a little noisy, that's the reason. But our subject today is Maitreya, the future Buddha. Because, you know, in most schools of Buddhism, the Buddha isn't just one. There are lots of Buddhas. There were Buddhas before the Buddha, and there are Buddhas after the Buddha. Shakyamuni Buddha was our Buddha in our time, in our world. But there's another Buddha to come, the next one. And Buddhas after that. Well, the next one to come, according to Shakyamuni's prediction, is Maitreya. But don't wait around, because he's not coming next Tuesday, at least not in traditional belief. Maybe it'll be a few thousand years from now, maybe a few million years from now. In the meantime, he's waiting. He's a bodhisattva waiting in his tushta heaven, waiting to become Maitreya Buddha in tushta heaven. As I like to say, he's just sitting on his tush in tushta heaven, waiting to become Maitreya Buddha. Because we need hope. We always need hope for the future. And Maitreya certainly represents that. Let me tell you a few things about him. First off, everybody was shocked when Shakyamuni predicted that uh, a fellow, one of his disciples, would become the future Maitreya Buddha. Shakyamuni pointed to the guy and said, that guy, he's the next Buddha. And everyone said, what? That guy? That Shmo? He's going to be the next Buddha? Because he was, well, let's put it this way. He was not the sharpest tack in the class. He was um, the guy that uh, everyone kind of uh, thought of as the slow guy, the guy who didn't really get it, the guy who maybe was a little lazy or seemed to be, uh, you know, always the, the D student in the, in the Buddhist class. And they said, that's the guy Shakyamuni Buddha? That's the guy who's going to be the next Buddha? And it's true. That was the fellow who would be Maitreya. The point being, of course, that don't judge so fast who's the fast one and the slow one, who's the A student and the D student, who's the genius and who's, who's the dullard. Because it may be that dullard, that like the, the, remember that story, the tortoise and the hare? Like the tortoise, that will be the, the, the fellow to, to be the, the next star, the next Buddha. And that's true for all of us. You know, there's actually the prediction in Buddhism that all of us are going to be Buddha sometime. I mean, there's a lot of time and space to go around. We all get a chance to be Buddha. We're all going to get there. And that's uh, a great hope for all of us. No matter where we are now, no matter how broken our life is, it will come together. At least that's what Maitreya stands for. Let me tell you a couple other things about Maitreya. Maitreya also, many times in Chinese history, stood for social movements to fix the things that ailed the world. You know, social injustice, other problems in the society. Maitreya, when he was going to come, he was kind of like a messiah figure. He was going to come, and when he came, the good times would be here. 
But like the Messiah in Christianity, you know, there are some people who say that when the Messiah comes in Judaism or Christianity, it means us. When we get this world right, when we finally make this a peaceful place without wars, in which we have perhaps no broken nuclear reactors and figure out how to live in this world without doing too much damage, then maybe that is the time the Messiah will be here because we will have made this world Maitreya. The, the kingdom of God, the kingdom of Maitreya, will be here when we finally figure out how to get this world right. And I think we human beings can. I'm not hopeless, even though I'm sitting about 100 miles from a five burning nuclear reactors. And even though we still live in a world of violence and anger and war, we'll get it right sometime. And when we do, that's Maitreya. Maitreya is that future hope. You know, in Buddhism all the time, you, you, hear, there's, you hear me say, there's no place to get. There's no, nothing that needs to be fixed. That doesn't mean there's not a place to get and things about us that need to be fixed. We talk out of both sides of our no side and mouth here. Even though there's no place to get, I hope we get to a place where we figure out how to make a better world. And I hope we get to a place in our own lives where our lives are healthy and balanced and peaceful and loving. Even though there's nothing in need of change, there's certainly a lot about us that needs to be changed. And this leads to our next Bodhisattva, the one we're going to talk to uh, and next time we have a, a discussion, Vimalakirti. Because Vimalakirti, in a famous, uh, his uh, sutra one time, told off Maitreya. He said, Maitreya, you think you're going to become the Buddha. That's not going to happen because you can't become Buddha. You already are Buddha. You think that you're going to get better you already are. So who was right, Vimalakirti, that you can't become Buddha because we already are Buddha, or Maitreya, who's sitting around on his tush and tush to heaven waiting to become Buddha? The answer is both. Depends how you look at things. There's nothing in need of change. We sit with what is. There's nothing to fix in this world. We sit with what is. Yet, a lot of things to fix and a lot of things to change to make this world more Buddha-like, to make this world more beautiful and peaceful in our lives too. Not one thing to add, not one thing to take away in this life. You hear me say that all the time. Yet, some bad habits we need to take away and some good habits and good ways of living we need to add. This is Maitreya too. So, with that in mind, Shall we sit on our tush to heaven with that?